nonprofits, let's raise more money. For this episode, we're joined by special guest Kevin Spikerman with Charity Buzz to talk about fundraising in 2023. Let's get right into it. So Kevin, so what, what, what do you see happening in 23 in the nonprofit world? I think it's going to be coming back with a vengeance in terms of just fundraising in general. Um, I think as, as 2022 came to a close, I mean, I talked to many auctioneers, many nonprofits who have, you know, had record years in 2022. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about what 2023 is going to bring just because I think we've, we've kind of gotten past the, the, the COVID fog and people are back to fundraising full throttle. Yeah. Agreed, brother. Agreed. We're seeing some really awesome stuff. We're super, we're super inspired about 23. Uh, also, because you know what we do, you have some experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we're just seeing, we're just seeing a ton of just the, the, I mean, Jason, and I just did some traveling. Jason was gone for three weeks. I was gone for a week and the airports are packed. Uh, you know, we're booking a ton of folks for 23. We were doing that during the last two quarters of 22, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. And so seeing all that data on the back end was, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty excited. It's going to be, we're bullish. We're bullish on 23. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Europe, <laughs> That's for Europe sure, was hotter than a pistol. And I don't mean temperature wise. I mean, yeah. with people. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. we, were, we were in uh, everywhere, man, everywhere. We were in Paris, Bordeaux, Lisbon and Porto, Portugal. And, um, every place was packed. Every city, there were tower cranes. You could count 15 of them in any direction because all the construction oh, yeah. going on. Yep. And um, in Lisbon and Porto, Portugal, it's highly driven because of the tourism. But it's not, and when I say that, it's not like it's crazy, wild, overpacked tourism. It's fun tourism. It's like you just get yeah. a lot of excitement there. And yeah, so people are having a good time. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, you said about everybody being excited. Golly. We're seeing it from people coming out of the woodwork already, uh, yeah. talking mm-hmm. about their events, excited about it. You know, they're like, wow, man, we've, we just got this happening, that happening. Um, even not outside of the, the fundraising that we kind of, the kind of fundraising we do, just, you know, people getting on the phone and saying, man, we've got sponsors lined up and uh, yeah. underwriting is coming along better than it ever has already. So I mm-hmm. think it's a really positive thing. I think, you know, if you can turn the news off and just put some blinders mm-hmm. on focus on your mission focus on that you're going to see that so well tell us about 100%. what what tell us about your experience and what what you're doing now and maybe kind yeah, of Kev, from the nonprofit. tell I, us about kevin give us the spot yeah well Kev, kevin's you know got a new position we want to hear all about it and, and charity buzz and stuff like that for sure yeah. brother so let us know yeah i'll take it back um kind of how i got into the fundraising industry um so almost 16 years ago now um worked for a company that we basically produced auctions and so we had 50 auctions a year that we had produced. I mean, that's almost one a week. We double yeah. up on some weekends. I mean, you think about it, executive directors and event teams, they do one a year and they're like, I'm done. Like, totally. not until yeah. next year, but we totally. were doing them weekly. Yeah. So, you know, so that's kind of where I, I learned the industry, learned fundraising, learned auction setup, takedown, table setups, um, things like that's that. That's good experience, and, man. That's good experience. It is. And when Who, you was can this say with? Who was this with, Kev? I wasn't aware of this. Uh, this was a company called Gavel Group. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. Okay, cool, awesome. Yep. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of how I got into the industry, and yeah. uh, you know, from there, um, you know, worked directly with organizations, providing travel packages and things like that for you know ten years. Yeah. Um, and then the last five years, leading the team, uh, kind of helping them set up goals and who to call and what's the what what are our, our pitch going to be? Because as you guys know, working with organizations, it needs to be all about their mission statement, oh, right? Because 
Yeah. If it's about your product, you're not doing them any, any favors. Um, no, you can't leave with that. No, it's all about yeah. them and their mission statement and, and helping them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I have been for 16 years working with charities directly, producing auctions and, yeah. you know, providing, you know, experiences for them. Currently, um, you know, I left uh, my last role back in November and joined the team over at Charity Buzz. Um, awesome. Phenomenal team that I've partnered with for, for almost 14, 15 years now in some capacity at some in okay. some way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it finally was a perfect time for me to kind of make the move and join the team over there. But I know the leadership team. I know what they stand for, how they execute, and they are a great tool that not a lot of organizations know about, which is why I was excited to to join the team and create a yeah. team that's going to be working directly with organizations. Yeah. Embellish a little bit on that and tell us why, Kev. Give us, give us a peel the curtain back a little bit about Charity Buzz and why they're so Yeah. Good. So, I mean, what Charity Buzz is, I mean, it's really an impact marketplace. So yeah. organizations can put their donations, their high-end donations, exclusive access on the Charity Buzz website, no cost to them. Uh, we have 250,000 registered bidders, and that's what I love is that we have our own set of registered bidders that are going to bid on this item, make you money. Um, you know, if you use another type of software, you're kind of limited to your outreach. You know, right. my database of donors, we have 250,000 of them. Um, and what's great is that at the end of the auction, we're raising you the money, and then that winning bidder is now technically your donor because they donated to your organization. So right. we're going to raise you money. And we're going to also help you acquire new high Expand network the donor database. Yeah. Well, and, awesome. and one of the cool awesome. things too that you know your setup is kind of where, and I'm going to use this example real quick. So, because one of the things I saw that you had on there, it was lunch with Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. And I thought exclusive stuff you can't find anywhere else. That's pretty freaking sure. cool because you're not going to get that. There's there is no place you can't pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Gary, you want to go get some lunch?" I ain't got. I want to have lunch with Gary V. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I so, love Gary V. Yeah, I was thinking about bidding on it myself be just cool. because of that. But and so yep. you have some special access or something like this. You don't have to wait till your gala. You don't have to wait till your event. You can take advantage of yeah. it right then. If somebody comes up part. and says, "Hey, my sister in law is an astronaut and she's going to be in town." And we're going to yep. do this thing. If you want to put it out, we could do something. Well, you don't have to wait. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. do it right then and put do that. And that really is a cool thing with your um, your setup that Charity uh, Buzz has because it lets you do something anytime you want to, correct? Exactly. Yeah, it's all throughout the year. Um, you know, and we have our own marketing team, so we get items on. We're going to market your item. We're going to send it out to our database. Uh, we're going to highlight it. So literally the organization just has to provide us the information. Mm -hmm. We'll uh, execute for it. Um, and then we'll hand it, hand him the jacket. I like it. I like it, I, I like I'm, the I'm sitting here thinking about, I'm thinking about a lot of, cause we work with nonprofits of every shape size. I, oh, I spent an hour on the phone with a guy that I actually met in Paris. He's in Chicago. Um, and he's a new startup. So he's not anywhere near ready to do a event or gala or anything mm -hmm. like this. I mean, he's, yep. you know, he's laying foundation. I said, there's nothing, you know, you need to spend time on the phone cause that's going to be your best time to, to do that. But, the guy has access mm -hmm. to some of the top athletes on the planet. Yeah. So something go. like that, that's an experience that he could literally bring about that people would yep. like to have, be a part of without having an event, being a very small organization mm -hmm. and leverage charity buzz to do something like that. Correct. hundred yep. percent. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's awesome. exactly it. And they don't need a whole team. They don't need a gala. They don't need a ballroom. Yeah. They don't need, you know, they tables and linens. They don't need software. Yeah, we have the software. We are yeah. the software, uh, yeah. but we're also the the database of people. And some people might say, "Well, I don't have access to celebrities, and I don't have access to this or that." 
-hmm. you know, but I mean, it could be a virtual meet and greet. It could be, um, you know, a private home somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, could be you check out your board. Who's on your board? Who do they know? You know, it could be a a suite at a Yankees game or something like that. Cool. Cool. Well, I think most people don't realize they don't don't realize the, the, it really opens up a lot of opportunities for people to reach out to their data. Their, their don't, what I'm going to say, their donor base, their contact mm-hmm. base, people mm-hmm. that they know and who like them, who may, you know, have some special access to something. They've never figured out what to do with it. This gives you an opportunity yeah. to do it. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we've had people spend, you know, $20,000 on the website just to have a celebrity follow them on social media. I mean, it's wow. something that simple. Um, wow. People pay big money for that. Hundred percent. Well, it's uh, it also seems kind of symbiotic with the times. You know what I mean, Kev? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to say something about I, I, we don't talk about the past very much, um, as far as just like when we're helping folks raise money. But mm-hmm. there's so many things that um, so many new practices that have been ushered in and creative ways to raise money. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so grateful that I'm not grateful for the vessel that did it. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and all we're doing now is like you know like like hanging on for dear life to make sure that folks don't go back to doing things the way they always did. Right. Correct. Pre pandemic and whatnot. So I think these creative avenues and these different ways to think about fundraising and to always be active and push the envelope. And I don't know what you want to call it, almost entrepreneurial when it comes to it, I suppose, and just being open-minded to it. Um, I think that's what fundraising needs. I think that there's been a huge injection of new talent in mm-hmm. fundraising. And I think that means that they're also looking at the world with a wider lens uh, and more, you know, interested in adopting these kinds of ideas, you know, and paths to fundraising. So I think, I mean, I mean obviously it can only help, right? That's mm-hmm. the well, idea, I, I think, I, I think you're right as far as the opportunities being out there, but what I, yeah. I, I found, and I, I'm going to want to get Kevin's take on this. Yeah. There's a lot of nonprofits that once they kind of got through, it's kind of like, Oh, we, yeah, Man, let's go back to 2019. I can, I, can, I can go back and just do a regular yeah. event. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. think about all this stuff, and I don't have yeah. to overthink it. Well, I don't know that's the best way to go about it. But I think, I think, it's think wrong. there's a lot of people that are thinking <laughs> yeah. that. Well, yeah. but they're just they're tired. I mean, they've been having to really mm-hmm. work, sure. work the For tail sure. off to, to collect, yeah. to, you know, to raise money, to meet their goals, to do all this stuff. And so they're kind of tired. And But what I think is the ones that are holding on to that new stuff, those new yeah. ideas... Well, it works. Crushing it. They're yeah. the ones that are raising records. They're the ones that are blowing the doors off because there's other ones that are, you know, kind of lagging behind. And the reason is because they're doing the same old stuff. Well, the attention and the, and, the, and, the, and the community they're appealing to have changed. Their attention has changed. The way they do things has changed. The way we do things just on a day-to-day has changed. Just as a result, the world's moving a lot quicker than it was in 2019. You know, it's moving a lot quicker than it was six months ago, you know, so. Yeah, but Jason, I think to to your point, you know, I think you need to look at what what does your donor want, right? Yeah. Does your donor want to go back into the ballroom once a year, write the check, hey, we'll see you next year, right? And I think people want to be more involved. They want to be more impactful. They want to be engaged. And so I think you you really need to look at what does your donor want. Good call. yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, the, the example of that is people still want to go to a party. They still want yeah. to party. Yes. They want to get yeah. out. They want to see and be seen. And that's where yeah. all this, you know, there's a, a whole lot of that. Um, but there's a lot of still a lot of people that may not be going to the donor. And let's face it. Typical gala that really has any traction is not going to be any more than about 500 people, six, maybe 600 the most. You've got a yeah. lot of experience. Mm-hmm. That's this a big too. one. Yeah. You get any more people than that, and it really has the counter effect. It's so you can only go so broad. There's only yeah. so, you know so many big buildings. 
you're only going to get so many people in the door. So that's, yep. a, that's one thing right here. Well, what you're talking about is you could have an opportunity to do something two, three, four, five, six times a year. Right. Completely unrelated to a gala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that doesn't take any manpower, right? Like yeah. it doesn't take any manpower. Yeah. Yep. But you've got, maybe you've got a donor that says, Hey, I've got this thing and you know, this relationship, this person, which, you know, when we work with nonprofits, we always go through a people, we encourage them to do a people exercise and that's where they go mm-hmm. through the people that they know. Mm-hmm. And can they write a check for $10,000 and not miss it? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Can yep. they fill a table with people? Do they have special access? And the special access is one I think that gets overlooked a lot mm-hmm. because they're always thinking, well, does he have a private jet? Um, well, can, you know, does she have a house in Aspen? Uh, do they have this? Do they have that? Well, but how, then how do we do it? Well, those are opportunities mm-hmm. that you have now that you could take those things, put them together in something and, and make something really special without having to wait till my event in the fall. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The whole world's changed, man. In a good way in our space. That's for sure. In a good mm-hmm. way. The pie's so Kevin, getting larger too. I feel too. So Kevin, with, with, with your new view, because I, you know, and, and just so everybody knows, Kevin came out of the, the same industry. We're in the consignment, uh, trip business basically, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for what? 12 years. Uh, it's almost 16. So almost 16. basically, yeah. 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 Long to, so uh, long to one, long one of the first, one, one, brother, well, one yeah, of the pioneers. One of the first, that's for sure. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know, people don't realize the consignment, uh, industry. I've been doing this for 30 years. It only came around about, you know, 20 15, years ago. 16 years ago. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there was a few here and there and it was yeah. kind of odd. Um, yep. what is one of the things that just taking that now from your view, from that lens to the view from the lens that you have now, that you would say, wow, I, I see something completely different here in the nonprofit space that I missed before? Um, great question. I think I think two things that keep an executive director up at night is raising more money and acquiring new donors. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, raising more money, they do that at the gala, they do that at you know different avenues. But you know, how are you going to acquire those donors? Yeah. Um, you know, we used to say, you know, with the consignment pieces and stuff that you guys would provide, you, know, you can identify high net worth donors, right, who may be in the room that you didn't know about. You know, Jason raised his hand. He's just spent $10,000 for a trip to the Masters. He came with, with Trevor, who's on the board. But now we're going to identify you as a new, you net, new donor. Yeah, perfect. Um, you know, but I think being able to do that outside of the ballroom and outside of those large events, you know, do you have a plan to do that? You know, yeah. and if you don't, you probably should, you know, because... You need to raise money and acquire new donors, and that's how you're going to keep surviving and keep your self-mission statement. Yeah, 100%. And it's getting competitive with those donors too, correct? Because mm-hmm. there's, there's, diff, there's different groups vying for their attention, right? And mm-hmm. for their dollars. That's more evident now than it ever was. And we get those questions a lot, actually, on a weekly basis where it's like, hey, I'm competing with this other group and blah, blah, blah and stuff. So it's time, you know, you got to sharpen the pencil, so to speak, right? I think. Well, yeah, that's sure. where it comes back to Kevin's point that he made at the very beginning about keeping it on mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. And I think, you know, the groups that, and you tell me if you, you feel the same way, the ones that, because you brought it up, that keep zeroed on the mission, that keep that mission focused, that keep that impact out there, typically do a whole lot better holding on to donors versus the ones that people bounce around. You know, if mm-hmm. it's just, hey, party, show up, hey, write me a check for 10 grand because you want, you want the privilege of showing up. Mm-hmm. That doesn't fly too well, in, you know, most yeah. times. Maybe not like it did 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I think you know, mission statements, I mean, I love reading organizations' mission statements, right, before I even reach out to them to see what they're doing. I've had 
multiple organizations on a call stop me and say, hey, do you even know what our organization does and of course, what, of what course. we do? And I'll yeah, say, absolutely. You guys yeah. provide this service. This is what you do. And they're like, right. Thank yeah. you for, for understanding what, what yeah. we do. I think um, it's massive. Yeah. Yeah. Making yeah. sure that, yeah, everything that we do is to support them to fulfill it. that mission. I love it. hundred percent. Uh, I will say Jason, uh, dictated, it was something I was meaning to say. And, and, uh, Jason dictated that, uh, uh, a second ago that, and essentially with what your previous role was, I guess you could call us, I don't really use this term a lot. And Jason, I don't really give it too much thought is, you know, we were, I essentially, we were competitors, I suppose, but I never had that, uh, impression and I never had that opinion, uh, talking to Kevin. And I just, it was, it was something that was on my mind to definitely, I hope I've told you in the past, Kev, I don't know if I have or not, but uh, uh, that um, Kevin has always maintained his focus on on forwarding and advancing the missions of his clients. And as someone in the same space has been exceptionally kind to HGA and to me personally, and I sincerely appreciate it, Kevin. I mean, that's one of the reasons why you're on here right now. And, and I've always been very grateful for your time, but um, you know, super, super excited about, about your, your new role. And, um, you know, character speaks a ton to me, uh, and, uh, and, and you, you have it all in that, in that department. And, uh, we've always been really, really grateful because, um, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going after consumers. We're, we're going after helping, helping folks mm -hmm. and these organizations change the world. And I don't mean that in a cheesy way. I mean that in a real way. And, uh, we could learn a lot from, from your take on that, Kev. So I really, really appreciate that. It means it's always meant a lot to me that you've been so kind to us. So, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've almost looked at you more as a partner in the space, you 100%. know, because, you yeah. know, what you guys provide, what we provide, you know, similar, but there's some discrepancies that we sure. do this, we do that, yep. you know, and, you know, again, if it's all about the mission statement, yep. right. Hey, maybe you're not a good fit for me, but you're a good fit for Trevor. So give Trevor a call. Yep. Um, yeah. and so well, if we have that focus, it's, it's going to bode well for everybody. It's well, always meant a lot, brother. So thank you. Everybody's this is this is a really big space. Mm -hmm. There's a we talk about abundance all the time. Yeah, this is. I mean, there's we really so many events that. out there. There's so much yeah. stuff going out there. I mean, we literally talk to somebody every day. Yeah, it's a brand new, and they go, and and it's exactly what you said. Like I've never heard of your stuff before, or, like, or anything like this before. This. Right? You know, right? Like, oh my gosh! I was like, and, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> I love yeah. it. And I, I, love I, it. I, I know that Trevor, because Trevor said whenever he first started out, he goes, he said, you literally called him up and said, hey, you need to come to this event. You need to come, to, yeah. you need to, come to this convention. Yeah. You need to come yeah. here and be seen. Yeah. And I, I think that really, because that, that's how we feel about it. I, I do too. You know, I've been yeah. doing this, started out, you know, being an auctioneer for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, I have seen this, you know, change over the past 30 years from, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, oh yeah, you know, talking about software. And I said, oh yeah, I remember the very first auction I did when they brought out iPods yeah. mm -hmm. with software. Yeah. I bet you remember it that. It's so new. Yeah. And they're, yeah. bringing, they're handing everybody an iPod and you got these people going, what, what do I do with this? Because they yeah. have a yeah. flip phone. You know, they yep. had a flip yep. phone and they didn't even know. Yeah. And so to, to the maturation of what it is now where it's all yep. web-based, everybody yep. does it. And, you know, you see the yep. little 80-year-old lady over there putting her bid in they had plenty of time to learn how to use those phones and now i don't think we're going backwards to, Kev. No, i don't at events do i don't think we're going back to paper brother no. i really don't no. well, I, had, I had a friend who worked for a company that you know handed out those ipods and mm -hmm. he was the one yeah. rummaging through the trash at the end of the night because half the people would just throw them away uh, and he's yeah. just like no we need this for the next event oh, no. well it was growing pains it was such growing pain and then there was ipads you know, so i remember ipads yep. yeah yep but yep. too cool, man. We've yeah. seen a lot. We've seen a lot. So um, 
So parting deal, you know, Kevin, and I appreciate you coming on here. So tell us, you know, kind of what, um, well, I'm going to, cause I'm going to ask you in a second, just how do we, how somebody gets a hold of yeah, you. I want to know how to find you. Yep. But, but yep. what do you see? You know, you said that you see a lot of abundance, a lot of really good fundraising. Tell me, what do you think the trigger of that is coming into 23 and what's going on? Really I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an excitement that organizations have. And I think an organization is going to set the tone with how they're working with their donors. Right. I mean, if it's just a typical, Hey, how you doing? Send us, send us a check. Um, As opposed to like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're accomplishing. Like, do you want to partner with us in this? And so I I really think that the excitement's coming from these organizations that have really been through the ringer the last year and a half, two years. And as you said, Jason, Mm -hmm. the ones who are doing it with excitement and with passion, those are the ones who are excelling. Um, Yeah. You know, so I think if, if you can come in with passion and excitement about your mission, hey, do you want to partner with us in solving world hunger or in providing this service for these families? Um, I think that is going to bode well with your donor database. 100%. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, well, so, so um, yeah, tell us where to find you, Kevin. So tell us where to find you, Kevin. If you don't mind yeah, putting your email uh, address out there too, out in the world, that'd be cool yeah, too. Yeah, not a problem. We only, get, yeah. we only get a million downloads a month on this podcast. So <laughs> everyone's going to know, bro. So put it out yeah. there. No, if you want to email me, it's kspikerman at uh, charitybuzz.com. So K-S-P-Y-K-E-R-M-A-N at charitybuzz.com. And then my cell phone is always available. Uh, That's just 714-767-3320. Love to chat with anybody if they're interested or have questions. Hey, I've never heard of this before. Or, hey, I've used you, but I have some questions about using you again. Um, Would love to chat with anybody who just... I think it's smart. I think it's a really cool other revenue enhancer for folks for sure to go down that path a hundred percent, a hundred percent and reach out to Kevin. Uh, Cause he's yeah, obviously and good people. We'd love so. to, you know, reach out to him. And, and if you have any questions, comments, anything you want to hear, put them down in the comments. We want to hear yep. about it. Um, you know, you can email Jason at hjfundraising.com, Trevor at hjfundraising.com. And yep. uh, we'd love to uh, connect, answer any questions that you've got about any of yep. this stuff. Kevin, Thank Happy to make so the connection. Much, man. It's so yeah. good to meet you and uh, yeah. appreciate you coming on today. Thanks, appreciate brother. You guys. I really yeah. appreciate your time, Kev. Thanks a ton, man. Can't thank it. you enough for taking the time, brother. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you love our podcast, click the download button, rate us, and follow us on social media at HGA Fundraising. Get out there, start fundraising, and raise more money. See you next time.